0: Welcome to the Stand Up To Anxiety podcast. I'm your host, Lucy J. Smith, and I'm here to help you with your own anxiety after my struggles. This podcast is full of practical, simple tips and techniques to help you stand up to anxiety. For more support, resources, and to become a member of the Mental Wellness Club, please go to my website, lucyjsmith.com. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to support children with anxiety. So this is something that I struggled with as a child but I wasn't diagnosed so I didn't know that it was anxiety that I was struggling with. I just thought that I was shy and I lacked confidence and I felt worried a lot and I had a lot of physical symptoms like my heart was racing, sweating, shaky, stomach aches. I was sick quite a lot. I remember quite a few days I would wake up on a school morning and I would feel really, really physically poorly um, so I would tell my mum that I was poorly, I wouldn't go to school and within an hour I would feel completely fine again. And at the time I just thought, oh that's weird, I'm better. But now I realise actually I was so anxious about going to school that it was presenting itself in those kinds of physical symptoms, which then eased because I didn't have to go to school. I was at home in my safe place with my mum and I felt I felt better. So it's really, really important to be able to support your child with their anxiety. I know for for a lot of us as adults, we find anxiety really, really hard to understand and manage. So imagine what that feels like for a child to be doing it on their own. So it's really, really important that you can support them. So the first thing to do is to understand it with them. So I talk a lot in my book about understanding your triggers and symptoms and being able to recognise your anxiety when it starts. And this should be exactly the same for children. So everything I say, in the stand up to anxiety book and on this podcast about adults it can all be transferred and exactly the same for children so help them to recognize their triggers help them to make a physical list in a journal or on an, in a notebook or something of all of their triggers and all of their symptoms so they can begin to understand when they feel those symptoms that is anxiety. So when they feel that sickness or the headache or the tummy ache or they get really hot and dizzy and sweaty and shaky, they can recognise that as their anxiety presenting itself physically. Um, And help them to be able to recognise their triggers. So help them to know what it is that makes them feel anxious. So is it school like it was for me? Is it particular subjects in school? Is it social anxiety? Is it that when they're around people, especially people they don't know, they get really shy and nervous. So what is it that, that's going on and what's causing their anxiety? The next thing is to listen to them and to accept and validate their feelings. So there is nothing worse, um, and I speak from personal experience, than feeling a certain way and being told you're wrong to feel that way. So imagine you're, you're a child and you go to your mum and you're saying, I feel really sick, I feel really, really scared about going to school today. And they say, oh, come on, it doesn't matter, it's only school, you're fine, you you don't you don't need to worry about school, go on, off you go. Imagine how you're going to feel when you've just opened up and you've just explained how you're feeling and you've basically been told, no, you're wrong, you don't feel that way or you shouldn't feel that way. So that can be a really harmful thing to do and it can also... Make them not want to open up again in the future, which obviously is is not very good. We don't want them bottling it up, Um it can make them less likely to want to seek professional help, because they feel like people don't listen to them. They feel like their, um, their feelings aren't valid, and that they, they're making it up, or that their feelings aren't real. And we don't want them to feel this way. So it's really really important. Whatever they say, whether you agree or not, because you don't have to agree, um, but make sure they know that you agree and that um that you actually say say the right things to them basically so for example going back to that same same example before a more helpful thing to say would be I really understand that you're feeling very nervous today what can we do to try and help you feel better so you're accepting that they feel that way and then you're working on a way together to to improve it so you don't have to give them the day off you don't have to let them stay at home or um or anything like that, but just acknowledge how they're feeling. Say that you understand and that it's okay to feel that way. It doesn't matter. It's okay. You understand what can we do together to to help you get through this and to help you feel better. So be able to help them use their coping tools. So again, these can be exactly the same as the ones I mentioned in the podcast in the book for adults. So things like mindful breathing, Going for a walk, um physical exercise, journaling, talking to to somebody um all of those tools can be used for children too, so basically help them to build up some kind of toolkit as you will know i'm I'm huge on building up a physical toolkit of tools and techniques that can help with anxiety, so make sure you help them with building their own toolkit and actually using those tools. And also support them with seeking professional help if that's what they need. So it might be that it gets to a point where you feel like you can't really manage it anymore with them. And that's OK. Um, professional help is, is always available for those struggling with mental health. So I think that we should definitely be proactive in seeking that support when it's needed. Support them with that. It may They may not want you to go to the sessions Um, and that's fine. Obviously, you have to respect their privacy there. I'm not actually sure at the moment what the um what the rules are about parents going in into sessions I feel like they might actually not even be able to but you can wait for them in the waiting room um that's completely okay and just make sure that they know that you're there for them and that you they can talk to you if they want to and if they need to and then lastly I have actually got a range of children's books and resources now available so after the stand up to anxiety book and journal both really popular I thought it was time to create a children's range as well so I've actually got a feelings journal called stressed out to chilled out I've got a gratitude journal and I also have two workbooks one for confidence and one is a colouring book full of positive statements so those can be really really useful as well just to help you at home help your child to be able to open up, think a little bit more about their mental health, be really, really proactive in trying to understand and manage it. Because the more they know and understand about their mental health, the easier it will be for them to manage it now and also in the future. So um, those can be really, really useful. So if you have any questions about them, please let me know. You will find the full list of them on my website under the kids section on the menu. And the website is lucyjsmith.com. So I hope you found that really useful and I'll speak to you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe so you don't miss future episodes and if you love this podcast and find it useful, please leave a review. I absolutely love reading them so much. Head over to my website to stay in touch, LucyJSmith.com.